Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Monday, January 22nd, 2024 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover Macy's acquisition battle and concerns over financing and lack of value, the decrease in existing home sales, the impact of inflation, and high interest rates on holiday spending, Carrot Homes bankruptcy acquisition of Z Gallery, the predicted growth in the outdoor living category and the need for innovation in product design, and the changes in retail strategies in the bedding industry with more brands opening physical stores. The battle for control of Macy's Incorporated has escalated as potential acquirers, Arkhouse Management and Brigade Capital Management, issued statements urging immediate engagement from Macy's board. The real estate fund asset manager and its partner have expressed a highly motivated interest in taking Macy's private. Last month, they offered $5.8 billion to acquire the company, but if Macy's fails to respond to the offer this week, the bidding parties are willing to present the matter directly to shareholders for a vote. In response, Macy's stated that the mere existence of a bid offer does not compel them to enter into a non-disclosure agreement or provide due diligence information. Macy's board and advisors reviewed the proposal, but raised concerns about the bidder's ability to finance the transaction. Although Arkhouse has received a letter of support from its financial advisor, Jeffrey's Group, Macy's remains skeptical about the viability of the financing plan structure. Outgoing Macy's CEO, Jeff Jeanette, commented that Arkhouse and Brigade's proposal lacks actionable substance and fails to offer compelling value to Macy's shareholders. This exchange marks the first time either party has gone public regarding the matter since the Wall Street Journal reported Arkhouse Brigade's initial offer on December 1st. Last week, Macy's announced plans to lay off over 2,000 employees starting January 26th as part of an effort to cut expenses and redirect investments to improve customer responsiveness. Additionally, the potential acquirers have floated the idea of raising their bid, albeit with certain conditions. Existing home sales experienced a decline in December, reaching the lowest level on an annual basis since 1995, as reported by the National Association of Realtors. Sales fell by 6.2% from December 2022 and 1% from November. However, there is some optimism as the year-over-year decrease has been declining overall, with improvements compared to previous months. Chief economist Lawrence Yun believes that the latest month's sales could be the bottom before a rebound in the new year, attributing this potential increase to lower mortgage rates and an expected increase in inventory. The median existing home sale price for all housing types in December was $382,600, representing a 4.4% increase from December 2022. This price increase was observed across all four regions. However, Yun notes that the rapid rise in home prices may not be sustainable, and addressing the affordability of homeownership is crucial. This requires economic growth, income growth, and an increase in home construction. Breaking down regional performance, the Northeast saw a decline of 9.6% in existing home sales compared to December 2022. The Midwest experienced a drop of 10.9%, while the South had a decline of 4.4%. The West, on the other hand, had a slight decrease of 1.4% compared to December 2022, but showed a promising increase of 7.8% from November. 
Other notable findings include a decrease in single-family home sales and condo-slash-co-op sales, as well as an increase in total housing inventory. First-time buyers accounted for 29% of sales in December, while all cash sales represented 29% of transactions. Distressed sales remained unchanged at 2% of total sales. Mortgage rates have risen to an average of 6.6% as of January 18, 2023, compared to 6.15% the previous year. Point A study conducted by WalletHub revealed that many consumers experienced regrets regarding their holiday purchases due to inflation and higher interest rates. Approximately three-fourths of respondents stated that inflation had a greater impact on their holiday spending than expected. Furthermore, 38% of respondents estimated that it would take them three to six months to clear their holiday shopping debt, while another 13% predicted that it would take until the end of the year. John Kiernan, Wallet Hub editor, commented on the situation, stating that the stakes were higher than usual this year due to inflation and record high interest rates. As a result, many individuals find themselves carrying holiday debt into the new year, which leads to increased costs due to accumulating interest. Kiernan emphasized that it is in everyone's best interest to settle holiday expenses as quickly as possible especially considering that the average credit card interest rate stands at a record 22.77% for existing accounts with finance charges. When asked about overspending during the holidays, respondents were divided, with 55% claiming they did not overspend and 45% admitting to excess spending. The study also highlighted that 57% of participants believed it was not worth going into debt for the holidays, and 28% expressed regret over certain holiday purchases. Influences on holiday spending were mainly attributed to family and friends, followed by discounts and product reviews. Social media held less influence, with only 25% of respondents considering it a factor. Looking ahead, 68% of participants expressed optimism that their finances would improve in 2024, which indicates a shift from the sentiment observed in the previous year. Care at Home has successfully completed the bankruptcy acquisition of Z Gallery, a top 100 retailer and e-commerce DTC brand, on January 19th. The Furniture Today report from December had stated that the acquisition, specifically for Z Gallery's e-commerce assets, would amount to $7.2 million. This acquisition is seen as a significant milestone for Care at Home, as it not only expands its presence in the home decor market and e-commerce channel, but also reinforces its commitment to delivering high-quality products and exceptional customer experiences. By acquiring Z Gallery, Care at Home aims to enhance its product portfolio and solidify its position in the industry. Scarlett Fan, the CEO of Care at Home, expressed excitement about the completion of the acquisition, stating that it demonstrates their dedication to growth and their commitment to offering innovative and stylish home furnishings to their valued customers. The integration process of Z Gallery into Carrot Homes operations will be carefully managed, ensuring a smooth transition for both employees and customers. CSC Generation played a vital role in closing the transaction and providing ongoing transition services, while Stump and Company served as the investment banker for the deal. Numerous surveys and statistics have shown that outdoor living spaces have become increasingly popular since the start of the pandemic. 
Industry thought leaders are now emphasizing the need for continuous innovation in product design within the outdoor category. Richard Frenier, co-founder, managing partner, and principal of Richard Frenier Design Studio, compares outdoor spaces to outer space, labeling them as the final frontier that is infinitely changeable. Frenier believes that the demand for improving outdoor spaces around homes will continue, with a focus on accessory items such as pillows, rugs, lighting, and decor objects. Jackie Hirschhout, Executive Director for the International Casual Furnishings Association, also shares optimism for the outdoor category in 2024, mentioning the upcoming casual market in Atlanta. Frenier, with his extensive experience in the outdoor category, believes that outdoor living will remain at the forefront of consumer demand. He highlights the value that outdoor spaces bring to our quality of life and the increased usable living space and entertaining opportunities they provide. Moreover, Frenier sees outdoor spaces as transformative, offering a personal, resort-at-home atmosphere and a connection to nature. He predicts that sustainable living and materials innovation will play significant roles in the future of outdoor design. Frenier's designs focus on creating seamless designs using performance materials that can be used both indoors and outdoors. He emphasizes the importance of sustainable living, recycled content materials, and smart manufacturing processes in his collaborations with partners such as Glen Raven, Sunbrella, and Deedon. Frenier also mentions his commitment to student mentorship and industry initiatives, such as supporting notable organizations like City of Hope. He suggests that when designing outdoor spaces, consumers should envision how they will use the areas and consider factors like lighting and seating arrangements. Frenier encourages individuals to think beyond traditional dining and lounging areas and explore options like cozy alcoves or daybeds. He believes that indoor-outdoor spaces— should be tailored to each individual's needs and desires, enhancing their overall experience. During a recent presentation at the ICR conference, Purple's CEO, Rob DiMartini, openly discussed the significant challenges the company has faced with its branded Purple stores. DiMartini admitted that the company had been on the brink of failure in previous years. The retail strategy implemented by Purple has proven to be the most demanding aspect of their turnaround plan. As a result, the company has decided to reduce the pace of store openings for the time being. Even though the company's stores are consistent in terms of location and model, approximately one-third of them are currently facing difficulties and are not generating sufficient profits. This is an issue that many retailers can relate to. In recent years, the betting industry has witnessed a shift in approach from predominantly online direct-to-consumer mattress brands, towards a more wholesale-oriented strategy, including the establishment of their own branded stores. Traditional brick-and-mortar retailers express dissatisfaction with this trend, while digital brands continued to pursue a new and improved way of selling mattresses. Casper, for example, has developed a wholesale program and introduced over 60 stores across the United States. Additionally, even established brands such as Temper Sealy have entered the retail space by acquiring stores like Mattress Firm. The distinction between manufacturers, suppliers, and retailers has become increasingly ambiguous and will likely continue to blur in the future. Ultimately, the question remains as to who truly controls the brand and how consumers perceive it. Is the brand associated with the store where the purchase was made or the manufacturer of the product itself? As the industry continues to evolve, 
These dynamics will undoubtedly shape the future of mattress retailing. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 